Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I am Lucy Sassel. And I am Olivia Taylor. Oh, you're very certain of yourself today. I like that. Well, good. Um, it's good. <laughs> it's it's good to be certain, isn't it? Um, God, I feel like my my mind has been out until probably today. So I'm probably sort of celebrating with a sense of, of certainty in my voice because um, I have finally slept and um, reset, I suppose, after. Um, well, to be honest, to be honest. I went. I, this I, all I, sounds I, very dramatic. You need to well, explain. I had no. It's 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 not it's not dramatic at all. It's just like um, my my sort of ability to cope with a lot of things all at once is like not what it used to be. I don't think so. Um, I had two work shoots last week and um, two like big sort of in the office meeting days with like some external like partners um and then I stayed on in London where the shoot was on Friday for a weekend with some friends friends that you also share with me um all weekend and then I was like right I'm gonna go home I'm gonna have an early night who do I get a text from on Sunday being like you come to the pub so I took my massive bag straight off the train and came straight to the pub didn't I so um <laughs> That has it's it's a pirate's life for me. It is uh, ahoy ahoy uh, mihartes or whatever as they say. Um, I literally then when you were like, who did I get text from on Sunday? And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it actually wasn't you. It was Sim. But but it wasn't. It wasn't me. But it was like collective. Yeah. uh, yeah. They done. So uh, I I was aware of it. Um, (laughs) But yes. Very glad you turned up with your your large suitcase. It was very fun, um, and you looked very summery. But it was like torrentially raining. Yeah, <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> well, it had been like one million degrees in yeah. um, in London, but um, it did not sadly translate when I came back. But such is life. It was very nice all day um, up until that point. Uh, so you know, such such is Manchester life. But um, yeah, I mean, what, I mean, you've said a bit there, but anything else you've been up to? I mean, this is you know, this is our first, as it were normal play episode for yeah. a long time it's very much giving tonight it's just family <laughs> tonight you baby know. it's me and you <laughs> <laughs> that's um that's a RuPaul's reference a RuPaul reference but I don't know if you um have seen that but I feel so like um I used to be a big RuPaul fan and always like know all the bits and like really it, it was a big appointment to view tv moment for me every week now i have absolutely no idea what's going on i have no idea i don't know what's out there i don't know what's on netflix what's on like all of these like weird fringe channels i i don't know i just feel yeah. as though um the whole franchise is kind of like eating itself um yeah, I, think, I think i think you like- were in that space before me yeah, I think I was. Um, I've always sort of have been, and I think that the 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 universe, as it were, uh, has uh, become a bit of a black hole. And there's like just everything seems to be going on, like you say, like eating itself. And like, because there's the new show's just been announced. It's like Big Mother or something that's going to come to Netflix, <laughs> which sounds like. It, which which if it is what well, I think Juno Birch maybe tweeted about, like, oh my god, imagine Big Brother but all like drag queens. Like that would be good. That would so, be good. But like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't actually know anything about like the what the premise of Big Mother is, but I do know that it's part of the universe. So if that yeah. if that is the premise, I think I would prefer it because I just prefer watching them interact than them having to do some like 
faux EastEnders or something that they have to do for like, and then you have to watch it for like 35 <laughs> minutes and it's that bit is so boring. I hate when they do the, you know, like the dramas. I I'm, I like the looks and I like the chats. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like if yeah. they did um, a sort of Big Brother equivalent, we would get so much of the chats. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. It, it Sorry, I've just looked. And it is apparently that the rumor, rumor has it, rumor has it, rumor has it, um, that it is a show with 10 franchise favorite queens holed up together in a luxury house with 70 cameras, 120 microphones, and a whole host of dragtacular challenges. Yeah, that appeals to me more. It does, it does, it does. Although very... <laughs> challenges are set to include makeovers, assault courses, endurance <laughs> tests, and lip syncing for their supper. <laughs> So it's like Big Brother, I'm a celeb, and um, what, like Takeshi's Castle? Yeah, The Cube. Yeah, all in one. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, weirdly to me, I, I get it, and I think actually that would be quite fun. I probably will try and watch that and see what it's like. It might, like, make me want to die, but because um, I can imagine, I can already see the, like, the, like, talking heads bits being way too much for me like you know that the edit I, the edit I can already see the edit being too much for me as, mm. as we all know I'm a delicate soul when it comes to edits but um I can't believe that anybody in the year our Lord 2022 would agree to be locked up in a house once again um yeah. it seems odd an odd decision although yeah. if you win this you do win a hundred $150,000 so Oh, so you win like, more I, than I, you I win in, in normal RuPaul. How much do you win then? A hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. This is a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Oh god, we, we thought we were out of the loop lift, but here we are <laughs> talking about literally that was 21 hours ago, that article. So we're, we're on it. Absolutely oh. on the cusp. <laughs> but yes, um, it was a very nice, very, very nice weekend. And so good to see those friends again. You were sorely missed, um, Lucy. Um, but yeah, really, really nice to just just hang out and just um, you know, it's one of those what what I love the most about friendships is obviously all of the main bits about friendships but when you have a spontaneous day that works out really gorgeously there's nothing yeah. better than that it really scratches the itch doesn't it, it you feel so you feel, satisfied yeah and it makes you feel like you're correct in being friends with all these people and that like you all you know what I mean because it's like there hasn't been any planning we're all just here and it's so nice when the stars align and you weren't expecting it there is nothing like that because there there is sometimes you know the thing of like having plans with people and then the anticipation being like either a bit like nerve-wracking or well I guess I'm talking as, as somebody who has a lot of well has some anxiety and like you know they can be like the nerves of like oh is it going to be a fun time or like having expectations about what you're going to or what you're doing or whatever or something like that whereas when it just kind of aligns and you all just find yourself somewhere having a little drinky a little summer drinky or something like that oh yeah, Stunning. it was it was so gorgeous. The weather was gorgeous. We went for a little look around um, the new queer museum at King's Cross. That that was really nice, um, and would recommend that. It's um, a three pound optional donation on the door, but um, it's it's not it's not very big, but it's cute, and everyone in there's really nice. And there's some beautiful photography in there. And then we came out, and you know, I don't know if you've like been to that bit of King's Cross recently, but it's all been redeveloped. So. There's like really nice green space. And then they've got um, this sort of market that's called um, like Canopy Market. I think the whole place is called Coal Drop Yard. Oh, I've been to Coal Drop Yard. Who was I with? I can't picture who I was with. Someone. 
I have no idea who that was. Oh my God, I can't, I'm gonna have to try and figure that out. Um, but anyway, and then like, we were waiting for a train. And so we just went there, but it was like dead. But this is like, this was like dead early doors of it being a thing. Um, and it wasn't like very warm. So right. I think, yeah, no, this, I was, I this was, this was full. This was full, but it was like, mm. it was all outside area and like everyone was, it was really full with a lot of people, but I felt like the vibes were really good where everyone was kind of like respecting the space, you know? Like that was very nice. And people were having little tinnies and there was like some really nice sort of street foodie bits and things. But um, yeah, we all just met there in a bit of um, a last minute plan and just stayed there for about seven hours. And it was so nice. And then the next day, oh yeah. And then went back to my friend's house where we sat in the garden drinking um, frozen strawberry daiquiris because if we are anything, we are women of 32 years old. (laughs) So we were drinking strawberry daiquiris and eating crisps and playing Monopoly Deal because, you know, I feel like a couple of years ago, we probably would have gone on a night out and we will go on a night out again. But we were like, we don't have to. We can we can do different things. So exactly. So I think I think we were quite like enjoying that vibe. And then the next day we went to Common Press, which is a queer bookshop and coffee shop in Shoreditch. And that is actually my living for because what I am living for this week is seeing all of the books that we have um, recently been reading, reviewing, all of the authors that we've been speaking to out there in the wild, in in these bookshops. And it made me feel really happy and really proud. And I think I said to you, I feel part of the literati now, Lucy. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we've done it. Maybe we're finally part of the literati, but um, we'll wait and see. You know, it's, it's, I still think it's early days, but yeah, very exciting to see those books out and about and know that we've got some in the bag, some exciting interviews coming up still and things like that. So that is very good. And I loved, do you know what? I think here we are, episode what, 100 and, what is it? 120 odd maybe, or maybe less than that. One, no, something something like that. And you have just done our most seamless transition today. It's <laughs> very good, straight into living and logging without uh, any sort of, and now, uh, speaking of um so i'm very pleased by that so i mean you might as well continue what are you longing for um i am longing for so i'm on a four day week this week i have got friday off for my girlfriend's birthday and we're going to maybe check out um and lido that we haven't been to before um one in yorkshire so um we're Where is about it? doing that um i can't remember she sent me the link let me find it otley lido oh okay nice that's like north leeds right i think don't know but um yeah so we might we might try that one or go to Havisage. but yeah um if i am in an outdoor body of water then i'm absolutely thrilled so that's what we'll hopefully be doing on friday because it's not going to be hot but it's not going to be like bad so yeah nice um, nice i am longing for that what are you living and longing for lucy Oh, stunning. Um, well, I am living for uh, the reason why I was a few a few pints in when you got to me on Sunday is that this is very boring. It's very sport, sporty spice. But, you know, sometimes we have to be sporty spice, don't we? And We're I never bored by sports on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for giving me the space to be feel safe about my, my sports. Um, so on Sunday was a very big day for me as a personal Leeds fan, Leeds United fan. Uh, we were basically probably going to be relegated from the Premier League, but we managed to, without giving everyone all the boring details, we pulled it out of the bag 
and we have remained in the Premier League. And I probably, you know, was just a bit too excited. Um, the adrenaline was insane. I wasn't properly watching the match because all the football that they were showing in the pub was the Man City game, which is fair enough, I guess. Um, but so it was very stressful. I was trying to like refresh because it kind of depend it depended on our score and the score of another game. So I was like refreshing both like, oh my God, what's going on? Um, and then anyway, we made it. We did it. Very, very happy about it. And I'm still living for it. I can't get over it. It's very stupid. And um, we don't really deserve it, but we did it anyway. So that's quite nice. Um, and I'm very pleased to still be in the Premier League. So that is nice for me and for the team. And I love that. And it kind of made me solidified myself as a fan of Leeds, which is nice as well. Made felt very good. And I wanted to just say off the back of that, it has been a couple of weeks, but I still think, you know, Sporty Spice, we haven't mentioned it yet. I just wanted to mention the absolutely stunning coming out of Jake Daniels at Blackpool as uh, the first male footballer since uh, Justin Fashnu, like to come out in the in the top flight um, of the men's game. So just absolutely stunning. Love that news. We love to see it. And, you know, we hope that that leads to creating a safer, more inclusive space in the men's game. So, yeah, uh, yeah very happy about that. So great and great to see all of the support that they received at at the time and um I felt that you know there wasn't the hesitancy that there might have been in the recent past around that so that is very heartening news and yeah some good news so very pleased massively very we love it we love we love to see it and what I'm longing for this week is that this will come out next Wednesday and the very next week, I am off on my first abroad holiday since August, uh, since August, since April 2018. What? So, yeah. <laughs> You're even longer than me. I thought I was the longest one. I'm August no, 2019. No, the last time I went abroad was when I went to Lecce in Italy um, uh, with my ex. So that's that's how long oh it's been. God. <laughs> God, that was truly in another life. Right, well, exactly. Like, such a different time. Welcome um, to this, the first holiday of your life. I know. I, oh, my God. So pleased to be here. Just, I'm, just, I'm just happy to be invited. So, yeah, that was a long time ago. Obviously, then there was a pandemic. Um, obviously, there was a year in between that, but I just didn't really have uh, the cash or brain to go abroad. And I had some stunning... I've had some stunning UK breaks. I will not, you know... I'm not going to you know shit on the holidays I have had they've been very nice um but I'm very very ready to step off a plane and be somewhere else that kind of feeling I cannot wait get me to the supermarket get me a stubby get me a holiday crisp I am so ready so yeah I'm going to Porto in a couple weeks and also going to Nos Primavera the the music festival while we're there so that's really really exciting and I just can't wait I kind of can't believe it I feel like a bit like I'm like nervous and excited like you know all the traveling bits haven't been on a plane for so long and I used to be very scared of flying so uh, I I think I'll be all right because I'll be too excited so but yeah it's uh it's all very thrilling and I can't long for anything else so yeah absolutely dreamy um funnily enough you know there's been all of the like passport for all in the last couple of weeks and months and Laura went to get hers literally like 10 days ago and they were like what there is is absolutely no chance of you being able to go on this work trip because she was meant to be going on a work trip because of all of those things and she was like okay but like can I just like try anyway and they were like yeah you can but like there's no chance though it's not gonna happen though it's no chance though you won't do it though and she was like okay but like let me just do it anyway 
Anyway, um, she was supposed to go today and her passport arrived on Saturday. So she went. Oh my gosh, where's she gone? Nuremberg. Oh, sick. Love that. Yeah. How exciting. Um, yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing that that happened because um, we were supposed to be going as a group of six to Porto, but one of the group of six had won't get his passport in time. So that, that couple's had to drop out, which is very sad, um, but um, and very upsetting. Uh, and uh, actually, I should mention by name, it's sadly is one of our biggest fans, Martha and her boyfriend. Sadly. Oh, no. I know. Oh. Martha, if you're listening, which I know you are, I was very much looking forward to hanging out in Porto. And I'm very, very sad that it cannot happen because of boring administrative things, which is always not what you want to hear. So, yeah, very disappointing. But, you know, maybe we can make up for it next year or something. Yeah, I think we should just all have many, many holidays, as many as time and cash will allow. We, we deserve them. We do deserve them. Absolutely. So we've talked about consuming the sun's rays on your upcoming holiday, Lucy. Now, we did have the gorgeous transition um, that I did at the top <laughs> of the podcast and, you know, there was only room for one. So the the, clum- the clumsiness has to, has to come in to make people feel at home with the podcast, basically. So, yes, basically it is a very um, truncated way of asking you, what have you been consuming, Lucy? And we haven't talked about our consumables in so, so long. So, you know, I'm guessing that you have an absolute deluge of consumables that you would um, like to tell us about. But if not, just pick the highlights because we are dying to know. Yeah, um, you would think that, wouldn't you? And to be fair, I have um, watched a lot of things, but mainly... Not many queer things and also mainly terrible, horrible, horrendous, shouldn't really ever have been made horror movies um, because I have winded up in a relationship where apparently that's all we like to watch. So, <laughs> And we are worried that we've ruined ourselves because we will like try to think about watching something you know that's not that and then we'll be like, nah, let's just, let's just watch. We basically were watching what... Um, <laughs> all the films in what we've been calling the RCU, which is the Robert Cinematic Universe, uh, Robert being a haunted doll. Um, uh, and these are these are budget beyond budget films and very, 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 very bad, but just, you know, you got to love them. So the sadly Robert, or as he is called by his German maker, Robert, is uh, not queer, although... Maybe we could queer Robert, and that would be quite nice. Um, we don't know Robert's sexuality, so actually I shouldn't assume. But anyway, aside from that, I have seen a couple of things which I thought I would mention. I have seen very recently Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I know has got a lot of hype about it, loads of people talking about it, and quite rightly so, it is very, very, very good. Um, I don't want to do any spoilers because I know that you want to see it um, and other people will want to see it. There is a queer queer element to it which I didn't know going in um and absolutely ruined me um basically I didn't realize a couple of the themes the well the main theme of of the film uh, which I won't sort of spoil but uh it it will speak to a lot of us and it will definitely speak to you I'm sure and you know there's it's it's also a film that celebrate like explores the sort of like mother-daughter like dynamic which I don't think a lot like there's not a lot of like media that does that um and it's actually really refreshing to see and like interesting to see and you know it's always like oh father son like blah 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 who's gonna like 
take over like troubles between a son and a father but it was very refreshing to see mother and daughter because I think it's a very unique relationship um, and something different to look into so yeah but I can't recommend it enough it's stupid as hell it's really silly but in like the best way and it also though has the exact right amount of like tenderness so it's very very good hits a lot of marks ticks lots of boxes and is a little bit well it's quite a bit sort of a bit queer so that's nice as well so we like that love to see it um highly recommend and then I oh I wanted to mention and this isn't like because of queerness but because of a weird thing that happened and I actually thought of you when this happened because I think this is a conversation you and I had had once but so do you know I think we had this conversation about you know, when you've like followed somebody for years online kind of thing, you don't really know them. Maybe you've had a couple messages or something, if that or whatever. And then they kind of disappear and you're like, oh, where have they gone? Like, it's very odd. Like, yeah, we, we have had that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we had it. Like, I, I was pretty sure it was you that I'd had this conversation with. And it's like, it can be alarming. And my main one had always been this person I used to follow. who was like a young, like woman just on Twitter we had a couple of conversations like on Twitter she was always just like posting videos of her singing very melancholic songs she was very she was quite like um quite chaotic had quite a chaotic energy and like was always like quite like on um and like was like did some quite sort of worrying posting and stuff as well and then disappeared off the internet and I was like oh my god and I used to think about her like every couple of months I'd be like oh god like I hope she's like still alive or like I hope she's fine like I hope she's all right and I could never remember her name fully to like try and find her again which was always like dead annoying lo and behold cut to here I am in the cinema watching uh Red Rocket um which is the new film oh what's his name one second uh Sean Baker is it Sean Baker I think it's Sean Baker new Sean Baker made um Florida Project and uh Tangerine so uh which is a great queer film. Um, but yeah, Sean Baker. Um, watching that, yeah, all right film, all good and whatever. In, suddenly, into the, into the shot comes like the sort of love interest, as it were, of the, of the film. It's none other than the woman I used to follow on Twitter. I oh my God. hit you not. And, and was I was that, like... Was that woman like a sort of celebrity follow? Or? No, no. She had like quite a big following, like you know, b- below 10,000 followers or something. Okay. Like, not that much, but like, and I just don't know where I found her whatever. She used to just sing songs and like be a bit like dramatic and stuff. I had no idea she wanted to act or anything like that. She was there and I was like, I was just staring at script. I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. What the <laughs> I was like, is this true? And I was like, it's got to be her. She has quite a distinct look. Like, I was like, it has to be her, it has to be her. As soon as we like get out, I like go to the loo and like, google like her to be like is that her i was like yeah that's her so her name is Susanna son and basically she got cast in this she is like was you know is an actress and and singer and she got cast in this because like she was like found out and about like by sean baker i think or by a casting agent um but anyway she's very good in it um and i was just like oh my god and it was just that moment of like i'm just so glad you're alive like i really thought she was probably dead <laughs> like which is not very nice thing to think but like it was how i felt considering how she had had sort of been so i was very pleased and not just alive but like absolutely thriving so very 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 pleased about that um and yeah but red rocket good film not amazing film but good film <laughs> so uh, if you're interested in that kind of thing then uh, you know if you like good films but amazing films <laughs> <I'd recommend> that. <laughs> that specific genre appeals to you <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. But it was so weird to see somebody, that internet thing. And uh, I remember it being you that I had that conversation with and how like we have these relationships with people online um, that aren't like real in any way. And so they can just disappear and you suddenly are like, oh, I now will know nothing about that person for the rest of my life or whatever, which is like just the way of the internet. But it's a very, um, it was very like, and it was a very odd, like full circle moment of like, oh, now I get to like know about mm. you again, probably for like the rest of my life, which is very odd. Wow. What a weird experience. <laughs> it was really, I was sat there and I just went, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, and then like after it was like, um, I was like, I have a really weird thing that's just happened. And everyone was like, what? And I was like, ah. Yeah, and they didn't they didn't they were like what and I was like yeah it's really odd but it did it is true um but anyway and then I just wanted to recommend very quickly and I know you haven't watched this either I don't think yet um but severance oh, I'm with- dying to watch this this will be like the next thing that I watch but I've got a few things that I need to finish up and then because I, I I don't really like to watch loads of things at the same time because it's too many yeah. Yeah. um so I want to give my full attention to that because I've heard nothing but glowing reviews yes so I would say I'm quite hard to please with tv these days I'm like quite critical quite quick to be like nah it's not good enough or whatever oh it's too netflixy or oh it's this or whatever um but which probably just makes me a snob but it that is I'll put my hands up I'm a snob (laughs) but like severance is golden television it is so good it's like intriguing it's um it's like got great aesthetic it also is very funny it keeps you hooked you like want to know what's going on and there is also a a, a queer storyline in it. it's not like um you know it's not predominantly queer but and it's older queers which is nice because you don't always see older queers depicted so we love to see that but yeah i highly highly recommend it's the best tv i've seen in a long long time so uh, I was very uh, pleasantly surprised. Would you put it above Succession? <laughs> uh, they're very different. No, <laughs> but like they're very different because, in my opinion, Severance is well, it won't be, but it sh- will probably be. It's probably gonna well, it, they'll probably make too much of it, and then I'll then I won't be as happy about it, will I? So, but um, uh, Succession is. Very, I, I, I say it's similar. It's similar, similarly good, but Severance is like, because Succession is like, here's a bunch of people and some situations, blah blah blah. You know that kind of show. Whereas like, I don't know, probably has a name, but I don't know what it is. Um, and whereas Severance is like a, here's a one-off idea, like concept, and here's people that are existing within that concept, and it's about the concept and the characters, as opposed to like Succession is very character-driven and like what's going and then like situations that make any sense like whereas because severance has this like mystery element so it's a very different kind of show um so yeah but both very very good um hard to i mean you know i just i'm obsessed with succession so it's hard to uh hard to say anything would 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 pip it uh at this point but severance very close and i am as excited to watch more of that as i would be more succession even though i already think succession has gone on for too long <laughs> so yeah i don't think it needs this last season like i'll still watch it but i, yeah. I think they could have they could have rounded it off on um the whole tom twist thing and i think that yeah. would have been quite have interesting what a what a twist yeah oh, 
so good. Yeah. Um, yes. So, yes, yeah, sorry, I have uh, gone on there. But um, like I said, it has been a while, so I wanted to get those out. Um, it's not loads of things, but uh, yeah, uh, it has been a fun time, some good content. Um, but there's, you know, a lot more to come, we hope. Uh, what about you? What have you been watching? I think the main thing that I can recommend that I have finished, and to be honest, I, I don't think it's one that I would gush about but like you say there is so much out there at the moment we can afford to be a lot more discerning and there was a time that you know anything especially you know um tv or drama or dramedies that would feature um queer relationships or queer characters or anything like that we would just grasp onto and like it for that very reason and I think we're we're long past that but we I think we've reached even a new point where quite good TV doesn't quite cut it in the same way as you know the excellent stuff that that um is at the top of the pile and I think I would put this in quite good I think it's very watchable um and it's it's interesting but it's not you know life-changing it's not succession it's not you know Fleabag it's not those ones that we sort of put at the top of the TV food chain, I guess. So this is Hacks, which is on Amazon Prime. And um, if you watched Mare of Easttown, I mean, you must, um, you would have been familiar with um, Jean Smart. You might have watched her in other things, but she plays the iconic grandmother, um, mother of Kate Winsler in Mare of Easttown. And she's kind of like the main character in Hacks um alongside um Hannah Einbinder who um plays Ava so basically Jean Smart's character um plays this like Las Vegas comic who has said this residency for decades is very successful but is not really doing that much to kind of push the envelope or change the game and sort of relies on her old jokes and um, rests on her laurels, I guess. And um, through a series of events, um, this young um, comic writer um, called Ava, who is 25, um, gets bussed out to Las Vegas to help her sort of bring her act on. So it's it's quite a fun concept and, and setup. And it's about how their you know relationship develops over time and what they can learn from each other and the sort of twists and turns and the the drama that ensues throughout the series but um Ava is a queer character um her queerness is sort of incidental to the rest of the plot it provides um some sort of a subplot but it's very just you know it's very just that 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 fact is quite boring um in a great way um, we don't need to sort of like talk about, you know, Hannah's coming out story because it's just so accepted and part of like the narrative. Um, the same way as how um, Deborah's assistant, um, a character called Marcus, is also queer as well. And it's a similar sort of story and, you know, positive relationship with his parents and, you know, um, a person of colour who is queer and all of those things that, you know, normally we have to, in inverted commas, explore we don't have to explore them in this, which um, I think is is good. And I think there is still space to explore those things, obviously. But there's also place a place to not and for other things to be the main part of the story. And for those facts just to sort of form, help to form the richness of, of the of the plot and of the characters, which I think um, which I think this does. So I think, you know, if you are looking for quite a lighthearted, 
dramedy with sort of queer characters and it feels quite um, inclusive and nice, then I would recommend Hacks. But if you're looking for something more life-changing, then you must just go and watch Succession from the beginning, I suppose, is my review. Our ever recommendation. Um, yeah to watch succession from the beginning yeah, yeah. absolutely um yeah that sounds good i have heard of it um and i i still am though um struggling with the thing of like getting something to like take my attention um telly wise like I, yeah. I i like i like to have a show i'm i'm watching that's kind of just like my thing that i'll like put on or whatever if i yeah half an hour i don't or something i don't think this will be it for you i'm gonna yeah. say but I think it could be it for someone else. But I, um, <laughs> Look, we all have our own preferences. We all have our own needs. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, it's, you know, a bit of a, it's a little bit of a backgrounder, to be honest. But um, I, I'm happy that it exists and it's been renewed for a second season. So that is very good. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, as has Severance. That's good to know. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think like you said, there is so much now that it is hard to, well, or I find it, I think also just attention spans are terrible now, mine especially. Um, and like, that's why when something really does grab me, I'm like, oh my God, this is good, which is why I will rave about like severance and stuff. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's a bit frustrating though, because I really want like, so I just find myself rewatching things um, mm. again. Like I'll be like, oh, I want a half hour before bed or whatever. I'll be like, oh, I'll just rewatch like, some arrested development or something which is never in my opinion never a problem <laughs> but um yeah. like you know and there are so many other things to watch that it's kind of like a bit frustrating and it kind of takes definitely takes me time to get into something now whereas before I would maybe a bit more like jump on board something maybe I don't know have you but... have you have you watched the dropout the Amanda Seyfried um series um, about s- Elizabeth Holmes I started it but no it didn't take didn't, me it didn't work oh it didn't oh grab God. me uh same with something else I tried I can't remember but yeah it didn't didn't grab me um yeah I have started watching um the and I, I assume we will probably talk about when we have watched um all of it both of us but I have started watching the dramatization of the staircase um so yeah we can talk about that when we finished it definitely um but yeah I mean as a kind of like I feel like I've also like moved away from my like definitely recently moved away from my like true crime obsession. Um, I definitely there was a time where I was very into listening about true crime and podcasts and documentaries and stuff like that. And every now and then it is still what I kind of want. Like if I'm in a certain mood, I want to watch like a true crimey kind of doc or something. But more recently, most more recent years, I've found it really difficult to engage with like true crime stuff. I think because like. Uh, life was quite difficult in general and stuff it was like hard to add more misery on top of that I don't know if that's like a fair uh reckoning of why that is the case but um I've definitely like got less into it but then knowing that there was this fictionalization of the staircase I was like oh I I have to like I have to watch this it's very and obviously Tony Collette we love so um it has to be seen um but yeah well we'll save reviews for when we both watched um all of that but um yeah, telly just is it's finding it difficult at the moment, you know. So, but hopefully there are a few things that are shining through, which is always nice. Yeah, we probably all need to like go on some kind of retreat and learn how to concentrate again. Um, 
but I think I think it's a mixture of attention span but I also do think it's it's the fact that there is a lot more out there so that we can afford to be more discerning and I don't think that's a bad thing I think that's fine and I think that that is like definitely part of it but I think that's also being um like uh generous to the fact that actually because there is so much stuff so much stuff is churned out quicker than it should be and therefore isn't that good (laughs) yeah but we have we have the um luxury of being able to ignore it and find something else sure yeah 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 rather than just being like this is the only thing yeah so for example um we've been rewatching in this flat for nearly five years I would guess uh lost from the beginning (laughs) honestly been rewatching it for so long and we watched a bunch during lockdown like most of it during lockdown because can you tell me because I've completely forgotten and skip ahead one minute if you don't want to know the answer but what was like the ending of lost like what was So, so full disclosure I don't fully remember so I don't remember I was, I was a huge lost head like massive I, was, I feel I was like we've had this combo we've had this combo before because <laughs> I think we were both lost heads like when it was on yeah. E4 it had me in a chokehold yeah. like and when it has yeah. when it was the double episode like on channel four and then the next one was on E4 whoa yeah. Exactly. What what a time to be alive. Like that is such an exciting way to like digest telly as well. You don't get that anymore. So I do love love that. Um, No, I was obsessed with Lost, like obsessed. Um, So much so that like my um, cousin once, like we used to always do uh, treasure hunts at Christmas. And sorry if I'm repeating this story on the pod, but um, he once did a Lost theme one complete with his own filmed Dharma Initiative videos. Just (laughs) like stunning stuff so good i still have loads of the props from it so um but yeah um loved it loads and in my opinion i would say first season of lost still absolutely slaps like yeah. it's very good tv and i'd say up to season the end of season three is solid like telly like mm. you get a few like filler episodes and then after that it's just gone like they they didn't know what they were doing they didn't know what the ending was going to be and you can tell like mm. it's not well formed enough like that uh yeah we are now seven episodes off finishing the whole thing, which we can't wait for. But like watching, watching it now, like it is not good. These Yeah, I was going to say, does it feel like it's a bit of a slog to the finish? Yeah. Oh, massively. This is why it's taking us so long, like so long. We'll be like, oh, we've got to get through it. And every now and then you'll get an episode that's banging and well fun and good. But like most of it's filler. It's like they obviously wanted to make 18 to 24 episodes a season and therefore there's so much filler and like 24 episodes is that guy who yeah, looks man. like Phil, is that guy who looks like Phil Collins still in it? John Locke. Yes. Of yes. course. Okay. Oh, very important is John Locke. Very very <laughs> important. So, um and like yeah, uh it is it is a slog and it, and it has made me realize like, like that thing you were saying of like how we can just like drop things if they're not good back in like, even then, you know, lost was one of the only like sort of uh, yeah. prestige shows around, yeah. but it actually was good though. And it was the first, like, if you think of all of the imitators, like I will watch so many things that um, subscribe to a similar, you know, Lord of the flies premise. Yeah. And Lost was probably the first of its kind to do that in the way that it did on TV. And yes, yeah. it didn't really know where it was going, but that was probably because it was sort of like un- uncharted territory, I, I guess. But um, Uncharted waters, as it were. <laughs> quite choppy. Um, but such such hype and such... I do, I do miss 
that way of watching telly very much. Same. And and it did deliver on the like on the cliffhangers, on the what the hell's going on, on like some fun characters, some like some shit characters, but some fun yeah. ones as well. And it had, you know, like it was had that great like dual thing of flashback and yeah. present day, which is yeah. very fun and hadn't really been done before in that kind of way where you're drama, focusing, levity. Yeah. Focusing on one character each episode, they're kind of like Yeah, I do love, love that. that. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and and it and it is. I I will I will stand up for Lost forever. Like, but it. I also understand that it did get shit, and it totally mm. jumped the shark, and it didn't know what it was doing, and it like, therefore, and and, and like the creators have admitted that they didn't know like what the ending was going to be. I don't that think that that, is, that would happen anymore, though. I don't well, think that would happen anymore. Interesting, you say that. There are definitely um, shows or. Th- or things where you can tell where it's similarly happening. I don't think it happens in the same way and as 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 intensely as like it did with Lost. But like there are still definitely shows that get like, oh yeah, we'll make a season of that, but we haven't like thought about the end. But that is more to it's less less happens less with shows that are like have a mystery, have a thriller, have some sort of like reveal. Um, that's yeah that's not really going to happen anymore Um, Mm. it does still kind of happen with other shows where you just end up with like 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 a succession you kind of end up with a a a petering out of and a repetition of like like the the thing that happens each season yeah Um, Yeah. I think it's 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 so nice to know um as as a viewer Mm. that you're sort of in safe hands and that that you know Mm. whoever the writers are know how it ends and that's one of the reasons why I love This Is Us so much because in the first couple of seasons, you don't know really what the ending is. And then maybe like, so like this is the last season now, um, season six, and it's been going since 2016, I think. Um, And a couple of seasons in, you see like what is going to be sort of the last scene. And it it flits back to that, you know, maybe a couple of times every series so that you always know and everything is just sort of like gathering pace and leading to that point and I think that feels more satisfying as a viewer than just kind of like this nebulous world that could go in a million different directions you want to feel like there is an arc there like I I do anyway (laughs) same you want you want like um like what my what my boyfriend always says is like anything should have like set up and pay off like you want that like you've it's got to do that you can't like just give us like absolutely anything within a world like doesn't it doesn't work it's not satisfying to a viewer especially for like mm. you know telly same for films but like obviously they're a different medium but um yeah anyway look at us the uh the komodo mayo of telly. I was just gonna say komodo mayo oh god uh <laughs> <laughs> Fancy ourselves critics, don't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Very much fancy ourselves. But... We do, we do. Well, someone someone has to do, so, you know. Quite, quite, quite. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you know what? I love that. <laughs> but, but, but I don't know if it was, if I was speaking any sense, but it is how I feel. I do know I am very critical as well, but like, um, you know, I like to be... That's why when something's good, it really, really feels so great to like watch and stuff. Um, and yeah, we are lucky that basically almost everything can be made and therefore we get to see a lot of different things, um, but it isn't always going to hit. That is the uh, that is the takeaway, isn't it? Absolutely. So I think in a way we've already found our... I don't agree with it. ...for the week because we don't agree with nebulous story arcs, but I'm sure there are other things 
in the notes app, Lucy, that you don't agree with? Because it's time for... I don't agree with it. Another week, another I don't agree with it. And this week, Lucy, what has been grinding your gears? Tell us now. Right. So I think I mentioned recently on the pod that I was really pleased with the fact that I've um, been like writing down um, like my I don't agree with it um, and therefore had like a stash of them. Now, very sadly for me, uh, I'm coming to my last one. So <laughs> I need to start not agreeing with more things. I need to remember to write them down. Um, but uh, what I don't agree with this week is um, so, right. What I don't agree with is when, and this has happened quite a lot recently, is when bands announce like tours love that we love to see it and you're like oh my god looking for your manchester date or whatever you're very excited but what i've seen a bunch of bands do recently especially this summer is announce have tour announcements with tour dates but some of their dates are festival dates and like that is not that's not a tour i'm sorry that's not your tour like yes, yes you're playing at that thing fine include it but that's not like your tour like it will say like you know like if they're playing, I don't know, Leeds, it will literally just be like, oh, Leeds on this date. And it's like, well, where? And it's like, oh, at Leeds Fest. Leeds like, Festival. Not- they should have a separate tab for like festivals or where yeah. else to find me that's like not, because you're not going to buy a whole like Glastonbury ticket just because, you know, some band that you would see for 18 pounds yeah. is playing that. Pallid Moose are playing. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, you might, you might for Pallid Moose. I, yeah. I might for Pallid Moose. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah no and it's just has has been a bit of a theme the past like couple of months I've noticed it and it's it's annoying me I'm like that's not I'm sorry that's not a tour so there's like a band from Australia who I've really got into who are coming to the UK again and it's like oh great they're coming to the UK but like four of their dates are at festivals and it's like that's not I'm not going to those yeah that's not a thing it's not a thing that's not a thing so it's just very frustrating. Um, and that is what I don't agree with uh, this week. What do you not agree with? Well, interestingly, and I'm not sure whether you'll allow me to do this, actually, because this is, for the first time, more of an I don't agree with it redemption. Oh, my God. I, I'm No, I'm so thrilled. What's it going to be? <laughs> so Unless you'll, I, rem- wait, go on, go on. you'll remember, I'm sure it's top of everybody's mind that I had an I don't agree with it really back in the day, maybe in the first handful of episodes, right? That I don't agree with a shoe blend. Yes, you hate shoe blends. I think about you every time I see a shoe blend. Yes, and I I still don't agree with shoe blends, right? Okay. Have you bought a croc heel? Have you bought a croc heel? (laughs) Oh my God. So I haven't bought a wedge, a, a wedge croc. I haven't, right. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't bought a croc heel, but what made me laugh so much, more than it ever should have made me laugh, is that I got, um, you know, like, like, a, like a paid Instagram ad, right? Yeah. For a croc heel. Guess what, the, guess what the caption said? And it just made me die. Oh my God, I've got no idea. Tell me. Croc madame. Well, now we all have to have them. <laughs> and I was just like, whoever has written the caption for that, whoever whoever is the poor soul working as the marketing assistant for Net-A-Porte needs a raise. Because when I saw that croque madame, I was just, I was gone. That's I was my dream. Gone. 
that's my dream job like being able to say things like croc madame and be paid for it like, well please. there you go there a dream copywriter job does exist and it's there and it was for that post and for that post alone so it's not and i don't agree that redemption for the shoe blend itself i still don't agree with shoe blends but it just really really made me laugh and normally when i see a shoe blend i get the sort of like get the ick the, the ick and the rage um yeah, so it's a it's a it's a part way redemption but i'm still a way off from purchasing um a croque madame i'll i'll, I'll happily purchase a sandwich just not what about, a, what about what about a croque monsieur <laughs> oh i've already got some they're in my bedroom I, um yeah i can't I, I i i'll let you have that because not only is it like this new segment uh i don't agree with the redemption art which i quite <laughs> like um but also it means that we get to revisit old i don't agree with it which are like you know st- like pillars of i don't agree with it yeah which blend for you definitely is yeah perhaps so- we should we should go back and see if you know we've we've changed as people um i mean i doubt we have but um uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you have but probably you still don't agree with that i don't know well anyway let's let's do the work and let's come back and let's let's, let's share the archives once more my friend and see what see what it see what it unearths absolutely yeah. and um last thing on the agenda oh one thing that i wanted to mention so again this is something that i have spoken about before at great length which is when i went to see bloody l which was absolutely brilliant 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 and it is coming back for another run at the royal exchange and when i tell you that i am so thrilled for all the people who will get to see this please 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 take the opportunity it's on for a limited time the 15th to the 18th of june at the royal exchange in manchester go and see it it is fantastic can't recommend it highly enough and you just have to take the opportunity because it is a real gift that it's come back to the exchange yeah i'm definitely going to try and catch it this time for sure uh i was very disappointed to miss it last time so yeah great great shout out um and you know as we know bloody hell is a musical so that leads us perfectly on to our last little seggy and that is of course track of the week olivia what's your track of the week um well funnily enough um at the weekend i can't remember oh. Uh, maybe we just had music on in the background. I'm, I'm getting two things conflated. So we were watching Candy Bar Girls, obviously, reruns on YouTube. Um, <laughs> and we were like, surely this is from 2001. It was from 2012. 2012. And no. honestly, the stuff in that series, it is a different world and a different life. My God, talking about how things have changed, things have changed. Um, so watch that maybe I don't even know if I would recommend it I mean it's it's really interesting to sort of see how things have moved on in the last 10 years but I can't believe it's only 10 years um judging by what people say what people wear and how just just the the discourse I would say um following all of the sort of shifts in our culture and society in the last 10 years I think it's very interesting from that point of view but anyway I I was thinking it was from that but definitely isn't we were just like listening to some music um and I actually think that you might have had this on your track of the week possibly at some point because I feel like it rings a bell but it is an absolute always a pleasure never a chore song and it is love my way by psychedelic furs and I believe didn't you say that that was like your parents' love song? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. that was. I couldn't remember if I made it up, but I was telling our friends I thought it was, and they were like, "Oh, that's so nice." Yeah, and we just all like listened to it, thinking of your parents, and it was cute. Oh, well, it's not nice for everybody. Um, yeah, no, it is. Um, I have had it. I think because I I took my took my parents to see psychedelic first a couple of years ago. Well, pre panning twenty nineteen, maybe. Maybe it was, and I think I had it as a track of the week then. Yeah, um, that must have again been in the first handful of episodes because uh-huh. you know, and here I am always listening, always remembering. Um. <laughs> Such a, good, such a good podcast girlfriend thank you so much um but yeah um love I, I was just like oh this is like always such a good song to listen to forever so I'm just gonna have that because I couldn't think of a better song that I would want to suggest um than that what is yours oh no I love that I'm happy to have that doubled on the playlist it is yeah uh, it is one of my favorite songs of all time um very very lovely song um and I remember it's used very effectively and greatly in call me by your name which we love to see as well um, that's what we were doing we were listening to call me by your name playlist right that was yeah. it it's um like when they're on the dance like when they're on that yeah. dance floor yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah 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 so my track of the week is actually right and you've had previous like and i know maybe i've been the one to be like well i'm not sure we'll allow that but it's this has to happen um it is two songs now okay. that is because it's very importantly has one has to transition into the other so i don't know how we'll do that on a shuffled playlist but you know that's up to the that's up to the listener isn't it yeah. um but yeah. basically i have got really into uh the new arcade fire album and Ooh, like nice. I, yeah i see i used to love arcade fire like neighborhoods one of my favorite albums of like all time um i think it's so good it's like one of my like like you know perfect albums um and like i love that um but then I kind of like dropped out of listening to them for the past few years and then listened to this new album and it is so great. And it's like vintage Arcade Fire. And like the the songs uh, are, I remember like te- I text my dad being like, have you listened to this? Because I think you'd like it. My dad off of everything now being his favorite song of all time. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> yeah. And um, and he was like, yes, I was just going to text you and see if you'd listen to it. Like, Aww. and he was like, some of those ones in the middle, like the one I'd, I'd said, listen to these two first. And he was like, yes, they sound like old favorites already, if you know what I mean. And I was like, that's exactly what it's like. They, they feel like songs you've known for years so i would like to recommend lightning one into lightning two um and it has this like stunning transition into like it's it's like a chromatica two into 911 moment like which you know i love and i love a transition i love like and it really ramps up and it's so exciting and like i've been saying to everybody who'll listen which is you know whoever um <laughs> like i cannot listen to that those two songs and the transition like loud enough like i can't have it loud <laughs> enough like the volume does not to- exist <laughs> exactly <laughs> like i want it to be so loud <laughs> like it's it's like um i described the other day like do you know that meme of the the kid who's like wearing the headphones like like going, like because oh, he like loves this no he only thinks wearing headphones but it's like always paired with something to do with music but I basically I'm I'm that meme of that kid uh trying to listen to this transition um so those are my tracks of the week if you're ever listening to the playlist I would recommend going from one to two um you won't regret listening to either on their own but they are so stunning one into two so cannot recommend enough um and yeah that is my track of the week very nice very nice recommendation well that takes us to an hour easily, Lucy. I can't believe oh, we have been, you know, doing this gorgeous film review and TV review. TV, TV. Podcast. We're, we're, we're now TV critics. So, yeah, we uh, thought we thought we were part of the literati, but turns out we're, we're part the, of the um, the silver screen. What is it? The, what what the, kind the of screen telly is it? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what kind of screen is it if, if it's the telly? It won't, it's not the silver screen. What is it then? Oh, 
I don't know what it is. What kind of screen is it? Just any screen. <laughs> we need to ask someone who knows about that. every screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, 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 I bet there is some, some sort of term for that. Right. But um, yeah, no, it's been stunning. Um, as ever, at the beginning of this, we were like, oh, how are we going to, how are we going to talk about anything? We need a topic. And little did we know we found it, didn't we? Um, and hopefully this leads to us being um, not just sent all these stunning books we've been sent, but also being sent telly before it comes out. Imagine. Oh, <gasps> I'd die. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so good. Imagine getting like season two of Mayor of Easttown. Oh, that would be the true mark of success for us. Um, I think. Su- succession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> season three. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I guess that's all that's left to say is that if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Queer Longing. We are queerlonging at gmail.com if you want to send a lovely email. Um, we love to hear from you. Anything that you don't agree with, anything that you want to us any hot topics uh you know we're, we're happy to find topics and then talk about them oh, and sorry. also one thing that I wanted to say is because we haven't had sort of freedom around events and stuff for so long and I know we've had that for a while but I don't think we've ever told people to get in touch with us about your queer event so if you have a queer event or if you have um some kind of group or a sports team or anything like that and you want to let people know about it please use us as the vessel by which to communicate that information because we would love to do that we would we would absolutely love to do that and we do love events as, as we've said so um yeah please get in touch with anything we love to hear from anyone that sounds, that sounds <laughs> anyone, please talk to us not anyone but like most people most people yeah as long as you're nice um so yeah uh whilst we uh you know sit back and watch some more probably mediocre television um we will be <laughs> loving you leaving you and longing for you until next time bye, bye. yeah i've got a huge d drive so it'll be fine all right <laughs> very good (laughs) you see money good for you good for her um right okay are you ready